Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Cowboys defeat... Is it Cowboys? I thought it was Warriors. Oh, no, I've gone down to it. Yeah, it's Warriors. Warriors defeat the Dragons 18-6. What to say about this game? What to say? Mixture of both things. Good, solid win for the Warriors. Very, I think, Dragons fans should be very proud of how they've conducted themselves at the end of the season. But Warriors heading into finals footy, they need to go to another level, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um, And... (sighs) I don't, I don't want Warriors fans to get upset here, but the reality is... <laughs> oh, shit. You're now at a point where I could tell you you're better than the five other teams in the top eight. I don't give a shit. You're mm. trying to win a comp this year. So I'm comparing you to Penrith and the Brisbane Broncos. And I personally thought the Warriors, with this run home, which I think has been the best in the competition, I thought that their footy would have been going through the roof by now. Mm. It isn't. Mm. That's the reality of it. I think they've played uh, three bottom eight teams the last three weeks and they've won games, but they haven't been overly impressive. I didn't think they were overly impressive in this game. Snuck away with a win against the Titans with 12 players. Went great last week. They played the Dolphins this week. That'll be an interesting game up there at Suncorp. I can't see the Dolphins just rolling over for their last game of the season. The Warriors are going to come into finals. They're going to play Brisbane or Penrith week one. I'm tipping Brisbane or Penrith to beat them that week. They'll then go home and have a home final, which I'd probably tip them to win, regardless who they play there, unless it's maybe Newcastle. Um, and then they're going to have to come and play one of those top two, the other team of those top two, in a prelim final. Mm. That's how I see it playing out. And at the moment, I don't feel confident enough tipping the Warriors to beat either Brisbane or Penrith. Isn't it insane that like you're almost we're sitting here going, yeah, they could be, they need to be better. But we're talking about the Warriors. I'm not saying you're doing this. Yeah, no, no, no. And I completely agree you know with you. And this is the point I want to make to people yeah. that, yeah, you're heaps better than 13 other teams. Mm. But are you in the credit business or are you in the premiership business? Because mm. at the moment you're sitting in the top four. You're trying to win a comp this year. You're not trying to impress people by finishing in the top four. You want to mm. win a comp. And that's what we're comparing the Warriors to, to those top teams mm. that we want to see win premierships. Mm. So I want to make that abundantly yeah, clear because yeah. I understand it completely what you're about yeah, to say. And you're right. Yeah, because it's like they've come so yeah. freaking far. They finished in the top four. Like, are you serious? 
The Warriors have finished in the top four this year. Yeah. What did they come last year? Fourteenth or sixteenth or something? Oh, sorry, fifteenth or something. Mate, it's exactly the same as Parramatta last year. Like I obviously said a number of times, I don't think they can win the comp because people kept asking me, "Can they win the comp?" Mm. No, I don't think they can. People mm. won't ask me, "Can they make the top four? Because they're above that level. The Warriors are above that level now. So for for me to be having these conversations, it's it's a nod to the Warriors being premiership contenders, mm. not fuck. It's good we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making up numbers, kind of thing. Warriors are sitting in third. They've won sixteen games last year. They came second last. They won six games all year. <sighs> And so if Broncos beat the Storm, they finish third. And Warriors win, they finish third. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Like, that is absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah. And you have a look. The Warriors at the moment, obviously their strong side has been that right side, which has been absolutely humming with that slingshot sort of attack that they do. Obviously, Lukey Metcalf, he got injured on the weekend, so it's going to bring Tomato Martin back into the side, which I am so excited about. That could be the next step. That could be the turn Yeah, that could be the turn Because right now they're playing, everything's on the right-hand side of the black dot. Every set is headed towards that. They've got their middle attack through Torhu, AFB, and Dill Walker when he gets on that is right up there with the best in the league. That left side, though, they're getting a cold at the moment. Mm. If Tomato Martin can come in and have a big impact, which I know he will, he's an absolute weapon. He's been such a good signing. That could be the thing that turns the Warriors into we can mess around with these top sides. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, Tomato Martin can... I'm excited because it's two points of attack that you have to worry about, whereas Metcalf is a ball-running six that was getting better each game and we saw definitely moments of just some really good footy, but he wasn't impacting games regularly enough yet. I think that eventually, if he got some rugby league into his legs and, fuck, I felt so sorry for him. See him on the sideline in tears, another hammy twinge, like, fucking poor bloke, brutal. So I think eventually he'll get there and be incredibly dangerous. But what we do know is Tomato Martins, his ability to tear teams apart with silky ball playing, when you've got two sides coming at you with SJ and Tomato, it's just like it's tough for defenders to, to worry about. Because at the moment, if you're a team playing the Warriors, you can almost just go, look, let's just make our SJ side strong and even bring an extra number over and we should be okay. I mean, if you want some numbers to reflect that, Marcelo Montoya, the left winger, he's won his last six games. He hasn't scored a try. Yeah. And so, but Simone Martin comes in, all of a sudden it's go, shit, we need to make sure that our numbers are exact every single time. And that's how you get points is when one little thing goes wrong each side. So, you know, I think that the Warriors deserve a massive rap for what they've done. And I also, i got to give them, we have to give them credit because in games where they haven't played well, they've won. And it hasn't just been one game where they haven't played well. It's been multiple games where they've just been solid, but they've still won. Mate, they're honestly, you'd have to go back 10, 15 years to find a Warriors side that could play poorly and win consistently. That's, that's a sign of a really good foundation to build into something special. And I still think that a key to them, if they are going to go push to a grand final – that could get him across the line is obviously Tomato Martin coming back. Obviously, all of them playing well. Now, it's just come out Tohu Harris might even be out for finals footy. So that's, that's still going to be reported as to confirmed or denied. But it's come out that he may miss. But if he doesn't, the huge key factor is the home final. Yeah, massive. That could get him into a prelim. Anything can happen in a prelim, 80 minutes of football. And then what do you know? Like, you're just, you're just in a grand final. And who knows what can happen? So, yeah. Yeah. I think we both agree they're a tier below the top sides at the moment. Tomato Martin could bring them up. 
and obviously a home grand final could change a lot for them. Uh, but they deserve a massive rap for where they're at. An incredible rap for where they're at. Yeah. Just to give you more emphasis on that right-hand side, you've got Jackson Ford, you've got Pompey, and you've got um, Montoya. Ford has scored one try, and Adam Pompey scored two tries in the last six games. Yeah, so wow. between those three, there's been three tries scored in the last six games, and they've won every single one of them. Yeah, wow. So Tomato Martin's going to make a huge difference mm. coming back into this side. We spoke about it a few weeks ago. I am keen to see them play this Panthers side. Obviously, Webby, he's been in that system. Yeah. If anyone might have a game plan to knock over Penrith, especially now when they're a little bit wobbly, they'll probably be without Jerome Lawai. They might be without uh, Mitch Kenny as well. They could pull something here. A hundred, like I'd, I'd back Penrith to win, but you're right. If there's one guy that knows the weakness, like think about how important it is. Webby has been at that club, let's say, three years now. He knows what they go into video sessions and go, boys, this isn't good enough. He knows when Penrith go into a video session that they sit there for the next 30 minutes or an hour and they go over all the stuff because every team has vulnerabilities. Every team does. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, the, you know, does Ivan Cleary bluff with certain things and plays differently to, you know, the, the mind games are going to be hectic between Panthers and Warriors if they yeah. do meet. Um, so, yeah, it's incredible. Now, it's so individual. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, Tohu Harris is so important to this oh side. God. He cannot afford to not have him and credit to Tohu Harris. I mean, I think you'd have to cut a leg off for him to miss finals, Mate, realistically. Seriously. I think he will. And I think he's one of those guys, even if he's at 70%, I just think his presence mm. is worth having that. Even if he just plays ball distributor. Yeah, just direction around the ruck. Just with direction around the ruck. It's all he has to do. Mm. Now, individual performances. I thought Charles Nickel Hookstay was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, and his just represents what the Warriors are this year. You know, they're, they're the, the underdog, the 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 dark horse that kind of people rode off and just kept battling for everything that they get. And I think Charles on the weekend was outstanding. He obviously had a try, 24 runs, 270 metres, uh, 217 metres, nine tackle breaks, a line break, a line break assist, uh, an offload, five tackles, zero misses. You know, it's just really interesting to see how caught up we get in superstars, in, in this player. Oh, you need a superstar at fullback and you need super. No, what you need is a superstar balance to your side. That's what you need. You need balance to your side. Look at the Penrith Panthers and look at the Warriors right now. They are so well balanced with Chance at the back there. Um, I think I thought he was outstanding on the weekend. I thought he was great. And, you know, as you said, we get so obsessed with having the superstar in key positions. Could there have been a bigger pivot in rugby league than Reese Walsh to Chance? Oh, mate. Like the way they play, the way that they attack, the highlight, just, just the sort of people they are. Yeah. That's obviously not a negative on either of them, but just su such a change there. And Chance, when they signed him, I genuinely, I straight away thought he has to play centre. I thought he played centre for sure. I, I, I was very, very confident in playing centre. Now they're talking about playing RTS at centre next year because Chance is going too good. Yeah. And I get it. And I think that, you know, obviously Sean Johnson, he's going to be right up there in the Dally M chase, and so he should be. He's the one we're all talking about. But... The thing that has elevated Johnson is just the steady hand of one chance and Wade Egan inside him. Oh, yeah. And as you said, finding the perfect balance. Mm. Those two, like we, we just spoke about how Sonny Luke and Nathan Cleary seem to be on different pages at times. I can't tell you the last time I looked at Wade Egan and went, he's not on the right page here. Right. He pulls the right rein every single time. Shocked me. And, and I'd, go, system too. I, mate, I'd go as far as like even to a step. And what I mean by that is, he even takes the right amount of steps before he passes the ball to Sean Johnson. 
Like we're not just talking, oh yeah, give me the ball, Sean Johnson. We're talking about he'll take two and a half steps and then give Sean Johnson the ball and it is exactly the right time to give it to him. Like they, there's an argument to be made that they're the most in-sync 9-7 in the comp or at the very least they're one of the most in-sync 9-7s in the comp. And a few years ago, who would have been the hardest halfback in the competition to be oh, in sync with? Fuck. Sean Johnson. Yeah. I know his game has developed and changed and whatnot, but I just I don't think Wade Egan gets anywhere near enough confidence. And to be honest with you, I didn't think he had this in him. Mm. I that, that that was my big problem with the Warriors at the start of the year, that they were missing guys and they grabbed guys and it was probably still gonna all even out a little bit, but I thought I just don't think they have it at nine and one. And I think this year the Warriors have been a great example of it. I think the Dolphins have been a fantastic example of it, that a lot of the time rugby league it is a simple game made incredibly difficult. Yeah, for sure. I think Wayne's such a good point of that. Like the perfect point. Yeah. yeah. And like, like how, like the amount of time we spent sitting here going, marquee player, marquee player, who's going to do, who's going to do that? You look back in hindsight and go, you moron. Yeah, I know. You make your tackles, you complete your sets, you go for the high percentage players every single time. Most of the time, you will come out on top. Another good example of that, and I hate to, you know, put the boot in. It's the Bulldogs. Yeah, exactly right. They had a way worse roster. Um, and all they did was fight and complete high. And they were, what did they finish? Like 10th, I think, like last year or so, 10th or 12th or something like that. They had this yeah. run towards the end of the year. They get in some big signings and they play, you know, less high completion and less gritty, less grindy. And you now we see where they're at at the moment. So where do they, can you check out where 12th. they finished last? 12th? Yeah. The year before? Year um, before. I think that was second last year before. Oh, no. I think it was 10th. Oh, internet. Anyway. 12th, 12th again. 12th again. So, oh. like. You know the other team that's a really good example of just simplifying game? Sometimes I think the Titans are a classic example. Mm. When they just play through the middle, yeah. they compete against anyone. But when they move away from that, mm. Parramatta's similar as well. When they move away from just playing through the middle and simple, it all just starts to fall yeah. apart. Sorry, the internet went on me. It was They got the spoon the year before. They yep. got 12th last year. So they, went, yeah. so they went 12th, spoon, but I think the year before that they came 10th. 2020, they but even when they were 12th last year, they looked destined to be 16th. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And they, I think they went on a little bit of a run. Anyway, um, and just a good example, 12th last year and obviously... So then 2020, they came second last, but then the year before that, they came 12th. 10th. Oh, t- 12th. Yeah. Okay. So last year, 12th, though. Last year, 12th. So you would never think that they would go from 12th to... To be honest, in my opinion, they're, they're the worst team this year. Not this year, right now, sorry. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, now, uh, another guy I want to shout out, obviously Adam Fenor Blake. Great game, except for the drop ball. Yeah. Over, the, over the trial. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but he, uh, great again. Adam Fenor Blake, once again, proving, proving why he's one of the best front rows in the competition. I want to give Josh Curran a, a shout out. He was outstanding on the weekend. He's one of the most underutilized guys in rugby league. I, I can't believe that he is allowed to just sit on the bench for the Warriors and no one goes after him. Mm. Yeah. Pay a bunch of that contract and get him to your club. Yeah, oh, I agree. Agreed. I, I, I'm surprised um, that, I guess, I mean, maybe he's just happy. Maybe there have been people trying to get yeah. him. And he's just like, why would I leave here? I'm loving it. And, he, you know, he's, he was there when they struggled. And he was, uh, what's crazy is Curran was basically their superstar player yeah. when they were struggling. And when they came out of COVID and I was really worried that a lot of these guys would leave the Warriors once they weren't based in Queensland and all that. Mm which is probably more to your point. Karen was the first one to re-sign again. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. Um, Neil Corde, I thought he had some really good moments. There's just one part of his game I think he needs to, and this is being like, you know, 
if he wants to be the, the top tier signing that he is, he just has like crucial errors sometimes, like drop balls or like a, a high tackle or like on the weekend, he got a peach of a ball in a hole, try time, cold drop. And he has, he's actually has that like, it's, it's pretty regular. Like it's not all the time. You wouldn't, I'm not saying he's error prone at all, but it may be like once every second game, he'll have a situation where it's a clean drop. If he could just get that out of his game, I actually think he'd be one of the most one of the more underrated back rowers in the comp because when you watch him and the way he hits the ball up, he must be a nightmare to tackle. And I, the few times he's played centre over the last few years, I think he's been incredibly. I know, impressive so there. good. I like, like it. I'm looking at Parramatta going, geez, you need an outside back. Geez, he would have been handy to keep. Mm. I think he got paid. Sure up an edge. I, re- I think he got paid a like like a big contract. Yeah, as, as he should have because yeah. the potential is wild. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I. When you consider how good that right edge has been, him and SJ haven't quite clicked. And yet. I think it, if I have to be, it's more on Nia Corday yeah, than it so is too. SJ. Yeah. Um, he hasn't played poorly by any stretch, but as I said, big signing. Just those little moments where you just switch off and on the weekend obviously was one of them. Uh, you know, I still think he's been good though. Um, yeah, so Warriors, solid win. Just need to take another step, I think, when they head towards finals. And the weekend's a good place to do it. Dragons won't spend too long. Um, really gutsy performance. Outside of that last try, you would have been sitting at, what, 12-6? Yep. Um, look, we've got to talk about it. I, I hate to talk about it, but it's just just that error at the end by Sloan. Mm. Just really disappointing, man. Like, the boys are working their backsides off. And just that lack of concentration when a simple – I think if he had a scooped it and then, like, knocked it on, at least he's bending his back to try to get it. We all make mistakes. That happens. It's just the way it happened that I think is really disappointing for him. It's just something he's got to fix, unfortunately. Oh, for sure. And I, I think I think the rest of the players and their body language painted the picture perfectly. I think they're – it looks to me like they're seeing and feeling the same way about Sloan that we are. So he's, he, he's got to fight his way out of a corner now because he uh, – right now, like, I, I, I kind of feel like we're, we're watching Matt Dufty all over again at the moment. Incredibly talented, all the ability in the world, but just just can't seem to put it together. And I yeah, I, I, I fear that he's a guy that could be targeted by Super League sides soon, which is would be such a miss, mate, because he's so talented. He's so talented. There's, there's no doubting that whatsoever. He is an absolute weapon. And he seems on. like a good kid too. You yeah. Know? He's he like just, a great little kid. He, 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 he's bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> he, seems, he seems like a good kid and a good bloke. And every interaction I've had with fans or anything, you know, that even though they get frustrated with him, say that he is lovely. Yeah. A great fella. But uh, it's almost just like it's a concentration thing with him. It's like he just fades in and out of games. It's, it's like at times he's just waiting until they're in. In good ball. Mm. He goes, okay, I'm keen now. I'll do something hectic. Yeah, like 13 runs, 83 metres. Like three, I just, and then that happens. Like you have a quiet game and then that last thing happens and it's just like, mate, like the boys, the pigs in the middle, the dogs, they're bashing themselves to death for you. And we've all made mistakes and he's a, he's a better player than me. He's going to play more in a role than me. Like, so it's not me sitting on my high horse going, oh, I'm fucking so play great. slightly more than me too. So it's, it's not that at all, but purely from an analytic perspective and also purely from wanting the best for Sloan, just got to ask yourself the question, if it's not about me, make it about your brothers. Make it about your brothers. Well, for, for me, and I imagine most of you can talk more about it, but if you were in that position that you made that mistake on the weekend that cost the game, 
Fuck, I'd be running for 150, 200 next week against the Newcastle Honestly, Knights. as I said, he's a better player. He'll play way more in a than me. I would never make that mistake. Like that. Mm. I'll, I've dropped balls or whatever, but I would never n- not get my body down to pick a ball yeah. up like it that. It was nothing more than a lack of effort. It was. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he responds next week. It's the last game of the season. I, I, I'd be wanting to see him bloody... Carmichael yeah. hunting it, coming off the yeah. back fence next week. And honestly, I don't, I don't even need him to have three tries this week. I just need to see him have twenty-five runs, yeah, and no, just running there. hard, yeah. And it, like, it's and this is, I promise you, this is coming from a place of wanting Sloan to be a superstar. I really, really do. He seems like a great kid with all the ability. Just needs to ask himself some really tough questions, and you know, I, I'm not sure whether this is the case, but sometimes when you're young, I was guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. You feel like every it's unfair on you, like you know you're like oh well I'm doing what I can here and here, but you need to ask yourself are you really doing as much as you can to be the best you can be really? Yeah, and I'm the same mate. Like when Anthony Griffin wasn't treating him over, I defended slow until the cows. Came I, we did we massively. But the more I look in the rearview mirror, I go, did Hook know exactly what he was doing? Here yeah, potentially. Yeah, we were on this podcast defending slow until the cows come home. Um, so hopefully Flano, and I, I actually do have a lot of faith that Flano will be able to get the best out of Sloan, hopefully. Yeah, he's got a he's got a good history of getting good footy out of ones. Yeah. Flano. I still think there's a, there's a career there for Sloan to be had. I really do. I, I got I got faith in the kid. Well, that's the only thing that makes it hard too. Like if it isn't going to be Sloan moving forward, they don't really, I mean, Lomax maybe, but they don't, they don't really have another one there. They've mm. sort of gone all, all eggs in this basket mm. to make it work with him. Um, it'll be interesting. Oh, obviously, Bud Sullivan's going to the drag, uh, going to the Tigers now. It'll be interesting to see how this all works at the Dragons. Do you reckon Amone could be a fullback? I'm he, mate. He's another one. I've got him in a very, very similar boat. I'm not sure how it all plays out with mm. him. I, I, I've met him a handful of times. He is a lovely guy, and he is dedicated to what he does. But he just hasn't been able to put it together. Mm. I just like, I don't know. I would love to see him at fullback just in one game. I, I, I saw him last year. I ran into him one day. I'm not sure if you remember. I can't remember what game it was, but he scored three tries in a game last year. Mm. That was on the Sunday afternoon. I, I just happened to run into him at the Monday morning, and he was up that morning doing extra training, working mm. on stuff and everything. And I thought, like for a young guy like him, who he signed a big contract two weeks earlier, I thought, Jason, put the feet up on Monday. Yeah, he scored yeah. three meat pies, and he he was training hard that next day on his own mm. what wasn't club stuff going hard out on his own he's a really good kid but it's just it isn't coming together and I fear like if it's not coming together when Ben Hunt's the halfback mm. if he's not there next year I'm worried about the, these young guys at the Dragons because I, I would I is not going to take any shit either yeah I would say I'm I think Amon's closer to being his well, potential than, he is, than yeah. Sloan but he's still not where I thought he'd be yeah that's fair that's fair like, yeah. like he, he went away on that World Cup last year with um, Tonga. Mm. Isaiah Katoa ended up in front of him. Who, mm. He hadn't he played SG ball. That was it. Yeah. Is it, is, are, they, have, are these young fellas a victim of a club being run poorly for so long now? Oh, I think that plays a role in it, 100%. I don't think there's any denying that. Because, like, has whatsoever. any of their young talent kicked on? No. And so then you have to ask yourselves, you know, we can sit here and point the finger at the players. Rightly so. Mm. Their responsibility, their career. But if none of them have, yeah, then is the environment getting the the most out of them? Yeah, and I, I don't think there's any doubting whatsoever that that plays a role in it. Because you're right, mate. Who has kicked off? Which of them are we sitting here? I mean, you've got guys like Ruben Garrick, Jason Saab, look across the fence, Jackson Ford, who have gone elsewhere mm. and have done incredibly well. Mm. And 
I think Bud Sullivan will do well. As I, he's obviously not going to a great environment, but um, I, I think that they've all got a lot more to offer. Mm. Yeah, uh, one thing I will say though, Amon's effort has always been there. One hundred percent. He's yeah. always ripping and tearing, in my opinion. He's always trying to win games. Not uh, afraid to take a hit. Too, not, a, not afraid to take a hit. His defense is quite good. I, I think Amon. I think he'll kick on under Flanagan. If I was a betting man, I'd, I'd bet. I'd back Monian. Monian. Well, how did this start? Did you ask me if I thought he was a fullback or a halfback? You no, say? we're talking about who would they play fullback if yeah, Sloan doesn't work yeah. out. And I was yeah. like, would you try a moan at fullback? So that's the thing. Like, if if Ben Hunt isn't there next year, which I can surely right, mm. surely he's more likely to be sitting here on the panel than at the Dragons next year. Well, you wouldn't have got rid of Bud Sullivan if, you, if Ben Hunt's leaving, though. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I, I don't know. Fuck, That's a good point, know. actually. Yeah. But, like, if he's not the halfback, who, who are you going to pair up with him on? Who's... I don't know. I don't know. Might roll out the red carpet for I, I, I'm, Adam Clune to make a return. Yeah, maybe. I, honestly, I'm I'm a bit more... I think Sloan's been solid this year. I think he's been solid. Sloan? Uh, sorry, Amone. Amone. Yeah. I think Amone's been solid this year. Amone, as a young 5'8", it is... I imagine it would be so difficult in a team that just isn't going forward. Yeah. And a team that... I don't know, I, I, I look at the Dragons and they hang in games, but I almost feel like sometimes they show up knowing I probably won't win this. Yeah, feels like it. Feels like it. But I, look, I, the good thing for the Dragons is they've, they've had a crack at the end of the season. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I think they've actually spent this the end of this season finding guys like Blake Laurie's uh, gone to another level. He's been fantastic. Mate. Oh, I love the look of this Dan Russell on the edge. Mm. He's tough. Not he might not be... He reminds me of what Isaiah Yo was five or six years ago. Yeah. Rangy back rower who would just do a job every single week. I'm not saying he's going to be the best 13 rugby league in three years' time. No, you just said it. You just said it. <laughs> but he, he's been a really solid find. I think Billy Burns has done well. Um, these two Couchman boys, there is something there. Christ, I hope these two Couchman boys don't go somewhere else and kill it. Because yeah. if I had to have a read of the tea leaves, can see that playing out. Really? Okay. Okay. Little birdie whispering or what? No, I just it just the narrative would just fit at the times, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like this was exactly what Jackson Ford was years ago. He's a really good edge player. They're playing him on the bench. They reserve grade, first grade. I just they just need to start getting the best out of their talent. And, and like we spoke about Sloan, the halves, they won an SG ball comp three years ago. Together. These are, these guys They've are good. Been successful, yeah. hyper successful yeah. together coming through. Like we're talking about beating Penrith, like. Yeah. Not talking about like they beat the young Penrith sides coming through. So these go, these kids are good. Sloan are good. Amone, definitely good. Um, I think he's had some good moments this year. Definitely room for improvement. But it's just, I just had. I always go back to like, who has been good at the Dragons this year outside of yep. you know Laurie and Benny Hunt. Um, so I, I think Amone. I reckon Amone will have a big year under Flanagan. Sloan, I'm backing him, but I'm still on the fence. 
under Flanagan because maybe it might be too harsh, it might be too much. I'm not sure. I hope he does though, Sloan. I really do. Good kid, heaps of talent. Hopefully, he fulfills it. Now, I, I think Flano will walk in there and have a tough conversation with Sloan and say, "It's up to you. Yeah. You got the talent. I know that. Mm. It's the other stuff that you've got to put together." So ho- hopefully, he backs it all right. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.